0: Welcome to our September third, twenty twenty CIC Board of Directors meeting. The time is five forty six. Let the record show that uh, I am here along with Vice President Tom James, Secretary Tom Weidman, Treasurer Rob Porter, and Executive Director Ray Warwick. Approve our June fourth, twenty twenty CIC meeting minutes. Do we have a second? Second. Discussion. Uh, Mr. Warwick, would you call the vote?
1: Mr. Porter. Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. LaBarbera? Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. I vote aye.
0: Our executive director is Mr. Ray Warwick. What do you have uh, to report?
1: You have a uh, simple spreadsheet in front of it uh, shows money flowing in and flowing out of the CIC. Of course, uh, uh, we put money uh, directly in, um, fund money, and then, of course, uh, we use the uh, CIC to, to uh, give the refunds of township residents who work in the uh, JEDs. And right now we're sitting at a balance of $4,624.94. If you recall at the last board meeting of this, of the trustees, uh, we asked to put another 10,000 in and you'll see that reflected in the next uh, report. And I don't have anything further to add.
0: Any, any discussion, Tom? Is that for The date of our next meeting is December 3rd at 645. We have a motion to adjourn. Motion. Second.
1: All in favor?
2: Aye. Aye. Aye.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's 6 o'clock, and welcome to our Sycamore Township Trustee meeting for Thursday, September the 3rd, 2020. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we are following rules set down by our governor. We're practicing social distancing. Each of us had our temperature taken as we entered the building. Please rise, if you will, for tonight's invocation. Here's our administrator, Ray Warwick. Um.
1: First of all, thank you for your undying, unwavering, and never-ending vigilance as you look over us in our daily lives. We, we appreciate it. And Lord, we would ask you to read to our elected officials. And grant them the wisdom and grace they need as they make decisions in their service of our community. As always, please continue to hold our first responders in your loving hands as they go about their dangerous and caring work. And Lord, we're in unprecedented times here in our country with a lot of disruption and a lot of uncertainty and we ask that you continue to give us guidance as we chart the path, the right mixture of safety and freedom. We ask all of this in Jesus' name, amen. amen.
0: amen. Please remain standing for a pledge to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands,
3: one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and
4: justice for all.
0: Mr. Porter, would you please call the roll?
3: Mr. LaBarber? Here. Mr. James? Here. Mr. Weedman?
4: Present.
0: We have a special proclamation designating September as Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month, and with that presentation, here's uh, Trustee Tom Weedman. Uh,
4: thank you. So, uh, a proclamation designating September as Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month. Whereas ovarian cancer claims more women's lives than any other gynecological cancer, and whereas the American Cancer Society estimates that in 2020, over 21,750 women will be diagnosed with ovarian cancer and approximately 13,940 women will perish from the disease, and whereas ovarian cancer is difficult to detect and women are often not diagnosed until the disease has reached an advanced stage, and whereas Early diagnosis of ovarian cancer can increase the survival rate to as high as 94%, and whereas certain factors can reduce the risk of ovarian cancer and play an important role in its prevention, and whereas awareness and early detection of ovarian cancer is the best means of protecting women's lives from this disease, and whereas The board further wishes to recognize and honor the thousands of women who battle valiantly against the disease and to further encourage them with their daily struggles. Uh, Now now therefore, in commendation of all women and their families fighting the disease, the board hereby proclaims September 2020 as Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month in Sycamore Township, and the board calls upon all citizens, agencies, organizations, healthcare providers, and research institutions to raise awareness to, to raise ovarian cancer awareness and continue helping Americans live longer, healthier lives. And so I will make a motion that we approve this proclamation. Second. Mr. Porter? Mr. LaBarpa? Aye. Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman, Aye. Um, I just want to just comment real quickly. Um, so I'm on the board of the Ovarian Cancer Alliance of Greater Cincinnati, and um, we are a 100% volunteer organization. Um, Unfortunately, our fundraising efforts were were, uh, cut short this year because of COVID, but um, we basically are in position to do three things. Number one, create awareness for women who, uh, because the the symptoms are so subtle, um, they oftentimes don't really um, know that they have ovarian cancer until they've already reached stage three or stage four. Um, that's not a very good position to be in because um, stage three or stage four. If you if you've reached that stage, you um, have a five-year survival, thirty-five percent survival rate for, uh, to, to live five years. So it's a it's a very devastating cancer. Um, so we're part, partially we're involved with, with within um, uh, teaching women and especially young women. Uh, Younger and younger women are getting it every year, so uh, we're, we're involved with some of the high schools and the universities in uh, educating them as well. Um, there also is a mentoring group for uh, previously diagnosed women who've had uh, ovarian cancer and have gone through all the, the, the chemo regimen to, uh, to mentor those people who have just recently been diagnosed and help them through the process. And um, The third thing is um, we raise a lot of money. Last, in the last three years, we put over a million dollars into uh, research um, for ovarian cancer. Um, I serve on the research committee and also on the uh, advocacy committee. And um, I've been involved with um, uh, continuing to get federal funds for uh, for, for ovarian cancer research. Um, in fact, uh, there, believe it or not, there's an ovarian cancer caucus in the in Congress. And uh, I uh, met with both Steve Shabit and Brad Wenstrup and both of them now serve on the ovarian cancer caucus. So um, we're continuing to push hard for research funds. I will just say one thing. Uh, it, it, Research, research today in all illnesses is uh, really pretty amazing. Um, the f- we're funding two different research projects. One is at the University of Pennsylvania and the other is at a, at a uh, research facility up in Northern New York. But the one at University of Pennsylvania, they're actually taking the HIV virus, they took the virus, they sent it to a lab in Indianapolis, they cleaned all the bad stuff out of it, they sent it back to the lab at University of Pennsylvania and they are actually injecting, taking out cancer cells from women that have ovarian cancer, inject, injecting in a lab, injecting this cleaned HIV virus into it, and putting it back into women. And so far, the results have been phenomenal. So um, it's all about immunotherapy, you know, 25 years from now, 50 years from now, immunotherapy is what's going to cure cancer. Um, and this is the early stages of immunotherapy, so um, we're having a lot of great luck with it. and. Um, if you have any, the Ovarian Cancer Alliance of Greater Cincinnati does have a website. So if you want to go in that website and uh, take a look at it, you can Google it. And, and um, uh, you can see a lot of, a lot of things that we're, we're doing, having real good successes with. So I want to thank everybody for, uh, thank the board for passing this uh, proclamation. Okay,
0: thank you, Tom. Public comments section now. Members of the public who requested a Zoom meeting invite will now be given the opportunity to participate remotely. We follow uh, rules set down by a previous board. Four-minute time limit. Not a time for dialogue. Not a question and answer period. Uh, we could answer your question when you're through talking, or during our trustees' comments. Uh, leave your contact information, and somebody will will get back to you. And I guess we have one person signed in. Is that correct?
5: Uh, yes, sir, Mr. J. Janis. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you,
6: sir. Okay. Should I start then? Yep. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Thank you. Um, comments tonight are me as an individual, as a as a, re- as a resident of Sycamore Township. I'm not representing any group tonight, so I want all of you to be aware of that. Um, I recently forwarded to the administrator and the three trustees a um, what's a packet, what's known as Sycamore Township Nature Preserve. It's a study prepared by Bransteader Carroll. Stated. Um, December 12, 2004. This is the first I was ever aware of it was as a member of the Parks Advisory Committee it was presented by Parks Supervisor Jason Petty at the um, August 2020 meeting. And like I have some questions on that. Says, on the third page in and mentions the street address is 8001 School Road. Currently, according to the Hamilton County Auditor, site 8001 has a one-story residential house on it and shows it's privately owned. If you use the um, parcel identification number on in this study, it comes up to owned by Sycamore Township Nature Preserve. I made a request prior to this meeting of the Township of Public Records request to know the request of the resolution that approved this. According to your office staff, there is no resolution. As being a frequent visitor to your meetings and with the prior administration, particularly in the um, back conference room to workshops, typically my understanding when brand Center carol will be authorized to contract was minimum usually $30,000. So I'm very concerned about this study. And since there's no public record of a resolution passed for the cost of it, I'd like some follow up on that. Because my understanding is when you, if you decide to uh, approve a company or a consultant for a study, you have to vote upon it in public and you have to have it um, passed in the form of a resolution. There's, And I was just wondering what the stat, your thoughts so far, if you had an opportunity to reserve that, look at the study, if you've been out to that so-called nature park and it's basically overgrown, overgrowth, uh, 16 acres and if any of you any thoughts on that for current or future developments. Um, the um, oh, 2020 Halloween, I'd like to know an object with this COVID, what your decision will be as far as if people will be allowed to go door to door trick-or-treating, yes no if it's too early maybe if you can inform me when you would have what I would call a a drop-dead decision on that. Um, kind of a redundant request of mine but on the sycamore road entrance to bechtel park next to the nicely um, stone face there there used to be an obelisk with a numerical address and i know it's been under construction but it's a long time i i don't think it'd be too hard i think it'd be helpful for visitors and everyone else police fire emergency if someone ever had to uh, use an address that the obelisk with the 4312 would be installed um, back on that in that location at our last parks meeting, the um, the um, parks or the parks director, parks spaces director, I guess the title is, he passed out the rules and regulations for us to review. First one was approved in 2001, it was amended in 2009, 2012. I find this interesting on um, terms section 21. It says the term parks as used herein means any land owned leased and or controlled by the board of trustees so since the, your office space there is owned by the trustees and some other areas you own houses and and lots, I'm, I'm i'm surprised and no one ever caught that to me then we would need a permit just to attend one of your meetings of you know i'm no lawyer but that's how i could interpret it so i think that that one definitely needs some reviews um
0: Jay, Jay, your four minutes is up. Uh, do you thank, have a... a you. Finish your thought. Do you have a... Th- thank okay. you. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, sir. Any comments? So now
7: we're... i like to, uh, question. Uh, Mr. Weedman, you've got the longest tenure here. Do you know anything about the nature of... The i signed out. Um, done in that occurred
4: prior to my uh, arrival, so I can't really get comment on it.
7: Tracy's got even longer tenure, I suppose. Do you know anything about what the trustees did back
2: then? I, I don't. I'd have to look into it. I remember it was a study, as it said, in 2004. But uh, as far as the contracts everything, I'd have to look all that up. I comment on that.
0: I did mention to uh, Jason Petty, I believe I mentioned it to you, that I, I thought... Uh, that would make a nice walking area back there. If we could go back and make a, make it a little walking area, a couple of benches in that area. We do have 16, 16 acres back there. It might be a nice project for the um, parks community to look at. And uh, the comment about Halloween, it's we're too far we're too far out right now. Yeah, it's a long ways off. Yeah, typically, the
7: board, what we said, Halloween trick or treating hours, but I don't know that we have authority as a governmental body anyway to decree Halloween trick or treating is on or off anyway. I think we follow the county health guidelines most likely. Well, I,
0: I think what he's referring to is that uh, Halloween's a big deal. We have the uh, hayride thing that goes through the neighborhood, and they give out candy. Is that no? No, no? no, no that's no. Christmas. That's Christmas. That's Christmas. No, so you're right. All right. So we we can't control that anyway. Sheriff report tonight, uh, we welcome aboard uh, Corporal Kidd. No report, sir. Nothing tonight, Corporal? No. How you doing, you okay? Yes, sir, thank Uh, you. Everybody staying healthy? Yes, sir. Any questions, comments for Corporal Kidd? We'll move on to Chief Penny. Rob Penny's here with the EMS and fire report.
4: I I don't have anything since Tuesday, sir everybody
0: going well thank you chief our roads and maintenance supervisor is Tracy Kellams the only thing I have since Tuesday is
2: want to go over these signs with you we've talked about and you've seen a couple of these before Uh, we have three renditions here Uh, we talked about the uh, you know the message boards the LED signs we pretty much determined that we wanted to go with a monument sign we had a couple uh, this one I don't believe you've seen. I like it. Th- I think this is nice, clean, lock this all brick. Uh, letters are uh, PVC connected and painted, connected to the wall. Uh, very little maintenance on this one. Uh, the The size of this uh, could be adjusted, but uh, you know, r- right right now, uh, as you can see, I don't know if you can see the numbers there. Yep. Eight five, You can see that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I we'll said fifteen it. feet wide. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Fifteen feet wide and uh, sixty-five inches tall.
7: And with the rendering, this is facing the road. Is that the
2: design of this? No, one gonna no. They're all going perpid- to be perpendicular and two-sided. Okay. The, the renderings just because they took a picture of the old one mm-hmm. and just replaced it. Okay. But the, they're all going to be perpendicular double-sided so they can be seen with the both north and southbound mm-hmm. traffic and uh it's so clean we look have right a couple there. this yeah. one I like that. is uh yeah i like this one and yeah. this came in a little better than i thought with all the brickwork, i thought it was going to be a little higher but the total price of this one is sixteen thousand three hundred fifty seven dollars
1: mm-hmm. and you'll like that with ground lights
2: that would be lit with ground lights with uh a, a spotlight shining on it. We already have electric out there. Uh, so Kinda I kind of like get a nice clean
4: look. Kind of like Schuler. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, Trace, is this that sixteen three five seven? Is that also include the two other signs? You're talking about a sign having it, it, it another. Does not.
2: It does not
0: So the, the other signs
2: that we go with it are uh, maintenance. The, yeah, so so we can, we can have them say whatever we want. We can have them say administration, maintenance, fire department, soccer complex, whatever you want. But they're about $800 a piece. To, to, now those won't be a brick base. That would just be a simple sign. Uh, those will be fabricated out of aluminum, painted white with vinyl graphics on it, and uh, directional arrows with that. You can get up to three lines of text on it, so uh, and no the little over eight hundred dollars a piece for each one of those directional sides.
0: And they would also be perpendicular, like the to uh, the road. The, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah.
2: This got to be like now, this this is another one. This can be uh, illuminated from inside, you know, internally illuminated, or going on, or a spotlight on either one of them. Uh, the total, the price for this one's 12623 This is a little different, you know, it just has a brick base. It's a double-sided, uh, ground mounted aluminum sign uh, where the letters are routed out and then they're painted uh, with vinyl copy, a little different color than, than the background, uh, which also would be the same as the next side. It's also, a brick base with an aluminum sign that would be routed out and painted, and that this one's thirteen thousand one forty. So they're all pretty much in the same ballpark. I, I think the first one, the first at least one in one. my opinion, is a much better looking sign. I think mm-hmm. it's very professional and clean looking. It looks great. Yeah, it does. Uh, and if you would put a stop spotlight on there. You know, obviously, it's not going to be uh, illuminated with the brick but uh, I think a spotlight on that on both sides would
4: look great I Trust I trust we can get a, a color that's very close enough to the building that, yes yeah. I think it looks great
0: yeah I'm, I'm yeah. glad we all everybody's in agreement with that one
4: I, I think so I like that yeah the,
0: okay.
7: yeah, the second one looks like it, it'll mm-hmm. be dated at some point I think mm-hmm. the third one was nice too and our. Our font we've used on the park signs and other things is nice there, but it's kind of hard to read, too, sometimes. I agree. Yeah. That, that first one looks like it fits in with some of your signs you have out in the township. Yeah. i welcome to Town.
4: Yeah. I like that one. Yeah.
1: Good. We get a motion to have him proceed, and uh, we'll come back with a large PO. Yeah. Okay. I'll
4: make a motion that uh, we proceed with the uh, the first sign.
0: And I'll second that.
2: And. Uh, so is that motion to uh approve the, this proposal to this yeah company. i think yeah
4: i think Ray said he'll, he'll come back with a you'll come back with a P, formal po but okay. we want to keep moving yeah
0: okay and you uh do we agree on government complex for the for, for on the sign that the big sign to, to go with do we agree i think, I, that I think that's fine yeah. yeah i think it's fine
4: should we have the
7: building address on there somewhere also
5: we talked about that today they would can get a rendering of that yeah there's
7: you know, one option could even be I don't know how this would look, but since the signs going to be perpendicular anyway, if it's on the brick facing the street mm-hmm. out there, then it doesn't disrupt the flow of the design of the sign. But you sure. can see it if you
4: look
1: at the yeah. Face. I agree
2: with that. Yeah, so that'll be easy done. Yep. So we uh, proceed with that, also with the directional signs yep. too. Correct? Yes,
0: exactly. And then you you make up your mind what what you want. You leave it to Tracy and to. Chief Penny and what they want on their signs. Okay. Is that okay? Yep. Yes, sir. Great, thank you. That's good. Go Don't That's forget your for permits. We have a motion. We have the a second. Have questions. Mr. Porter, are any questions? Did you design it yourself, Tracy? I did not. Can
7: I say it very nicely?
0: Mr. LaBarbera? Aye.
3: Mr. James? Aye. Mr. Weedman, Aye.
0: Skyler <laughs> Miller is the head of our Sycamore Township Planning and Zoning Department. Skyler? I have nothing to uh, add tonight, sir. Any any comments? I I have one thing. There was a resident on Michael Drive that we've heard from before concerned. We just got an email from him today. He's concerned uh, about the house under construction next door to him on on the property with the mound. We went over that before. Yes, can you just get back in there sitting water and he thinks that potentially will harbor mosquitoes i don't know
5: um i i did drive by that uh when uh, as soon as i got the uh, uh as soon as i saw the email today um with with our other meetings i haven't had time to to sit down and uh draft out an email for them yet uh I, honestly right now I, I don't see a violation on site sure um you know they're There are some small puddles i mean there's there's not like a a pool of water or anything i I mean if if it doesn't dry up soon i guess they're uh, you know i I don't want to belittle their concerns uh this has certainly been a a a frustration for the area for for quite a while um but yeah we're kind of in this situation where there's 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 no blatant violations so you know do i do i antagonize a, a contractor by um you know, constantly hounding them, or do I let them you know get on with their work? So I'm trying, I'm trying to walk that fine line right now. Um, but yeah, if if it doesn't dry up in the next couple of days, you know, I'll I'll, I'll see if we can you know push them clean up and, and additional grading. But right now they you know they have an active permit. They're they're working on the house. There's substantial progress. Um, you know you know aside from the months of waiting to get this project going uh, the you know today the project looks good so okay. I, I and I I know that's not what the residents around them want to hear but this is uh, you know these these are the pains of redevelopment and you know um, you know rebuilding a new house in an existing uh, you know established subdivision
0: any questions any comments
7: good question we, we talked a couple days ago in the workshop about the Montgomery Road property and the open house coming up you weren't sure then whether there was a sign out front alerting people is that out there now
0: uh, it is out there now okay. yes sir
8: good thanks yep All right. mr. deepak Desai is our law director thank you mr. chair um, I just want to take a moment um, this evening to Uh, just have another discussion about the Ohio sunshine law we had a discussion a few months ago and um, something that uh, uh, mr. James and some of the members of public seem to enjoy so um, of course mr. James and I are both lawyers so that's why we might enjoy this kind of stuff but um, actually a nice segue into that was mr. Uh, Janice's comments about the uh, Park Advisory Committee One of the nice things about today's age is we have a lot of technology Uh, a lot of us have uh, learned technology uh zoom uh google meets uh you know all kinds of different uh of items um and it it raised just some questions thoughts about uh when does that trigger any of the uh, ohio sunshine laws Uh, for example the park advisory committee is is utilizing technology uh, in the form of um, having a, I believe it's called a shared one note notebook where they're going to share files notes and ideas and then they're also using um, Microsoft Teams for uh, discussion. Um, and this came up in my mind because about a week ago um, uh, my firm is presuming that when the flu season hits where the country's going to get shut down again so we've been uh, getting everybody set up with VPNs and new laptops to work from home and we've been trying to uh, figure out how we can all communicate effectively uh, with our different assistants and make sure everybody's staying on task and we're using uh, Microsoft Teams. But in a public context, um, it raises, you know, potential concerns about uh, Open Meetings Act. So I just wanted you know everyone to be aware of it. I know we have a, a citizen finance advisory committee or something of that name, and we have the parks advisory committee uh, as we continue to use technology to just be aware. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so let's talk about the Open Meetings Act, I guess a little more specifically. Um, when you are information gathering, Um, that's not uh, an Open Meetings Act item. So the Board of Trustees for example could go to the Greater Cincinnati Ovarian Cancer Alliance as a group to learn about efforts that are being made by the Alliance and that's not considered an open meeting. So that doesn't trigger the notice provisions and all the other items that are under the Open Meetings Act because they're just information gathering. So to kind of bring that back to the Parks Advisory Committee, when they're sharing files and notes and ideas on uh, a OneNote notebook, those are not the types of things that are going to trigger the Open Meetings Act. However, when they're using MS Teams as an email discussion uh, platform, well now you have a public body that is discussing deliberating items so we have to be mindful the fact that we have to provide a access to the public for them to be able to see what is being stated in that email discussion group on MS teams and uh, if it so inclined just like the board allows public comments to allow members of the public a link or some means by which they can actually comment on the discussion that's going on. But the main point is that discussion group, because it's a public body, um, you you could have a quorum of the number of people that would trigger the Open Meetings Act. You want to make sure that that discussion group uh, is open to the public so that they can monitor what is being said, discussed, deliberated. so just something to think about uh, and keep in mind, you know, um, you know, sometimes we run afoul of these rules without really intending to. You just don't think about it sometimes when you're in the world of uh, technology, but it's always important to keep in mind. And of course, I'm always open uh, for a discussion about it uh, and we can figure out together whether it's something that would be under the Ohio Sunshine, sunshine Law. Um, And just a word to the wise, to those um, who are engaged in these advisory committees, um, groups, um, how you access and how you communicate, um, if you do that through a personal email address, um, the Public Records Act may allow a member of the public to access, so to speak, uh, the items in your personal email that have to do with public business. So, you know, I always caution um, everybody uh, about using personal emails for public business because you open up your personal email at that point, at least with regard to public, you know, business items. And so just to the members that are in those committees, same, you know, just same, um, you know, not really warning, but just be aware. You know, if you're using a personal email address, Uh, that could uh, be opened up to a Public Records Act request. And what might make sense for you to do is to establish a separate email, you know, Yahoo, Gmail, whatever your favorite flavor is, and use only that email for purposes of participating in the Parks Advisory Committee. So just wanted to, since we had a light agenda tonight, I thought I would just share some of those thoughts. And, you know, if anyone would like to discuss that further, I'm happy to talk about it. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Okay.
0: <clears throat> any questions for Deepak? Yep.
8: No.
7: Thanks for pointing all that out, there. Thank Good you. Pleasure.
0: Okay, we're going to move along now. Um, our fiscal officer Rob Porter with his report and uh, any communication.
3: Uh, no communications tonight.
0: You know what? Uh, Let's get Ray. Ray Ray Warwick with the uh, administrative report, right?
1: I don't have anything, but I don't know. Did you pay the bills? No. Yeah. I think you skipped over that. I skipped. You need to read the receipts, and you should have a check register. Yeah,
0: we did not. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so,
3: Mr. Rece- supporter Yeah, we had receipts of $736,949.40. We had disbursements of 1211 dollars thousand four hundred and fifty five dollars and ten cents a complete listing of all the receipts and disbursements is available in your packet.
0: Motion to approve. Second. Any discussion on this? The I
3: uh, just had I believe the uh, second half uh, taxing has come in now that's why the uh, uh, the receipts were up and we will um, be able to begin analysis of how the receipts are are coming in now, so. I'm gonna call the roll. Uh, Mr. LaBarber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr.
4: Weedman. Aye.
0: Okay, now we have the trustees' comments. Uh, Tom, Tom.
4: Uh, I don't have anything other than to say that the, we have uh, Labor Day weekend coming up this weekend and I wanna wish everybody a, a healthy, happy, and safe weekend. Uh, let's see a few things here. First of all,
7: we've got uh, coming up is an election, of course, which I think I mentioned in our last meeting too. But our first workshop of November is on election day that morning. Um, we don't need to decide something now about that, but I've, I've mentioned that to Ray that we might want to think about moving that meeting at least to a different date, uh, in part because the, the county and statewide is desperate for uh, poll workers to be out there. And I think as a township we should encourage our employees to be poll workers. I'm not talking political workers of course but if they're interested in uh, actually working the polls to assist people in voting as election officials then I think that might be a good thing and perhaps some of us are interested in that too but a, a meeting that morning could conflict with that so I'd encourage us to think about that at least and again encourage members of the public if you're not registered to vote please register and be prepared to do that.
4: Thanks. In the past, I think we just we normally either eliminated that if it fell on election day and just going directly to Thursday, yeah. which is probably easy enough for us to do, or yeah. you can do it on Monday. Mm-hmm. But if there depend, I mean, it may be at the rate to determine whether we have anything or if it's worth meeting. or not, So yeah, it's probably easier mm-hmm. just to ship to Thursday and do. Yeah, a
5: meeting. I think we, we can probably together.
1: do
0: that. Yeah. We mm-hmm. were talking about transparency, Schuyler?
5: I Just question about that: Is there still time to? Uh, to sign up and get the training. To yes. A pole yes. There, yes. Okay. Yeah. Is, yeah. They'll uh, come oh, to your uh, house the night after night, night. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And it's you get paid all of like 183 dollars right. for a 12 hour day. Yeah. yeah. My wife is a uh, pool worker.
7: So. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're an attorney, you get CLE <laughs> pre- yes. for now too. Which, yes. Four hours. just shows how worthless CLE may actually be if it's a giveaway
0: we were talking about transparency we're advocates advocates of that uh, I hope you'll the residents will go to the first page of our Sycamore Township uh, web page and sign up for our email blasts uh, we have this to keep our residents uh, informed with regular updates uh, this is not intended to replace uh, our regular email distribution and our printed quarterly newsletter if you haven't seen it yet check it out. Tell your neighbors about it. It's a good way to keep uh, up to date with what's going on. Uh, Announcement changes for scheduled meetings, events without changes, go to our web page calendar. I wanna point out the brush chipping for residents, Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. behind the Township Administration Building here at 8540 Kenwood Road. Fall compost, uh, Tracy, 8 a.m. to what 4? Next uh, on September the 12th. Is that right? Same location. And the next trustees workshop meeting, till four, yes. four o'clock. Eight to four. Eight sir. till four, and then the same the same location back in the building, and no, the
2: fall compost giveaways at Hartsel Church, Hartsel at the leaf dump.
0: Okay, the leaf dump, and then um, eight nine 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 Applewood Drive. Eight nine 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 Applewood Drive, the compost. Okay, and our next trustees' workshop meeting is Tuesday, September the 15th at 9 a.m. Do we have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. Second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Barber. Aye. Mr. James. Aye. Mr. Weedman. Aye. Have a wonderful holiday weekend. Stay safe and stay healthy. Yeah. The time is 635. Good job. 6:35. Good
4: job. Good job.